0: to her impact and this is another episode about her impact and how we see life and even death with science guiding us you know explain to us why things are happening to us and death is one of it it's a the end of life it's a part of it even it's even if it's the end and that's why science has tried to explain what happened to us after death and I know it's a bit sad subject to all of us it's our number one fear you know, death, it's just so scary uh, that we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to deal with that. And only in, you know, when death is knocking on our doors that we are dealing with it. Uh, you know, when somebody or, or us are dealing with ill-related um you know, uh, things or diseases that may lead us to death or other instances where death is close by or happening to some of us or some person we love, like accidents or, you know, something similar um, that happens to us. And we see death and we experience it. Whether we die ourselves or have someone else died, somebody in our family or f- our friend, or maybe someone that we don't know so much, yeah, that reminds us that, that death is exists. And I know it's a bit sad, but I think it's also helpful, you know, that a subject in this episode. Because if we. Science is if science discovers that we can exist in maybe a different form after this life ends, after death, then it must be hope for us that we can exist and also that our loved ones, the ones that left us in this life. Exists in a way that we can actually meet them after we die, and um, you know, talk to them, hug them, tell them all this is happened before we say goodbye. And that's why I think it's there is some hope that to talk about death. And we, I know, we don't, nobody wants to talk about death. It's a huge goodbye. And we don't know what is actually happening. I think nobody can know for sure. I mean, the only way you can know is to die and then come back. And of course, some people have experienced that. And, well, that's what science is all about, to you know, put these facts, these experiences and um, into place and just look at them and, you know, uh, record them and to get, go more depth, in depth with our experience, with people having after-death experience and coming back and share this experience uh, with us. I think... Um, uh, an article is actually writing some experience in the Reader Digest. It's, it's called What Does Science Says About Life After Death? Um, in May 2022, it was um, published. And it just says so many um people telling how they experienced death and coming back to life. What happened to them? You know, seeing the light or just being part of this gray zone, they would call it, between living and dying for some time. And yes, um, we have several cases, I uh, constitute the article about uh, real life out of body experience that. People leaving their body for, um, for a few minutes, for a few hours. And what they experience. Um, I think one of the more touching of that, as Arthur also telling, is about this 11-year-old child uh, that called uh, Jonathan. He was very sick, Um, so he he had this kind of disease. He he couldn't communicate without side He only communicated with eye movement through his computer. So he had a lot of problems because of the disease. Um, He had this one-time aggressive respiratory infection, which left him close to death. So that moment, as he described it, it was very vivid. It was like dreaming himself in Jesus' garden where he could speak and play, something that he couldn't do while he was living. And he could run, he could climb trees. And he wanted to stay there in that beautiful garden. That's what he told he, his parents when he came back. And he told them like it was the toughest decision he made to come back to life. Because, you know, he was not living in a life that he could actually run <laughs> and climb trees. And that experience is quite heartbreaking. For an 11 year old to tell you, it's sad. But it's also helpful, you know, that we can do things after things that some people cannot do. You know, we take it, um, sometimes we take um, things that we do daily, uh, you know, without thinking that. You know, we are blessed in a way that we can climb trees, we can walk, we can speak. Some people don't have these blessings in life. Uh, But, I mean, there are not a lot of things published yet, I think. Uh, The only thing is more in size, more... um, more established, in a way, is uh, the science of death, the uh, science of what our body is doing after we died, you know. And it's uh, part of the forensic science, let's say, and it helps solving crimes um, because they study how, what, how our bodies are deteriorate, And, of course, something that is a part of uh, science to to see uh, how 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 the body changes, how it how it just becomes uh, a part of earth again in a way if you consider it. Uh, so um, about this, uh, there are some findings. I think uh, one couple of them were which are a bit surprised for me is published in the ifL in 2015 this is an article called five surprise you findings about death and dying and um, as Benjamin Franklin says, in this world, nothing can be said to be certain, except death and taxes. so death is a part of that will happen for sure. But some of uh these findings about science different science that are um you know uh doing the science of death uh, on on the body part, on a uh, biological uh, part, by chemical, the medical aspect of this. Uh there's one find it says that um decomposing human flesh smells sickly sweet. I didn't know that. I thought it was stink like rot or something. Not sweet for sure. Um but you know the studies they did in uh, human decomposition. Is actually very complex uh, things they were doing uh, but they did an, a studies on animals in some recent study and they find out that five esters, uh, these organic compounds that react with water to produce alcohol and acids are unique to humans and they compare 26 in other animal species from frogs to pigs. And the interesting thing is that they all produ- They are also produced in fruits, uh, especially when they rot. So we have, you know, fruits, animals, and humans have, have something in common after all so the smell is very familiar to forensic scientists of course and they have they put this sickly sweet smell when we are talking about corpses and that's really surprising fact about our body and after the death of our body another interesting fact about it is our nails and hair won't keep growing. I think at, at before science bel- believed for a while that after we die, our nails and hair keep growing, which now we know they don't. Uh, I mean, they used to see, uh, observe some hair and egg growth, but now we know it's an illusion. Uh, the truth is that The the, our bodies shrink due to dehydration, so the nails and hair look bigger. So that's why they thought they were growing. Um, So again, it's a bit of like not interesting fact for somebody when you think about death, but for me, I think it's science makes some interesting uh, findings about it. So, you know, when you die, you die. your nails and hair, they don't grow. And it makes more sense that they don't. Um, so some other uh, findings. Also, the third one is actually interesting, more interesting. It's called, uh, it says about tele- telomere uh, length. Uh, Things that we find uh, in our cells, they predict lifespans. So, for a long time, scientists thought our cells might be immortal under the right environmental conditions, and then they replicate. You know, they keep replicate forever. But from one thousand, nine hundred and sixty-one, we know that that's not true. And we know now uh, the repeated uh, DNA sequences that, likes, ends uh, ends after, you know, they become shorter with every division. and when they got get too sm- short, the division stop, and our cells die. So, you know, when you measure the length of the telomere, this uh, sequence of DNA, uh, the repaired DNA sequence, they can actually re- go backwards and then you can predict the, your lifespan. And not just in humans. Of course, uh, not all research confirms this. It's a bit hypothesis in this point. But. Um, it's quite interesting to as um, science call that you know you can know your lifespan because you know what things you find on your DNA it's it's a bit interesting actually. Um, now the rest of the findings there's two findings also not about our bodies, so it's something more of a The physiological aspect of it, uh, psychological, our thoughts. And, okay, it's a bit stretched. I mean, there are studies and they have a little bit uh, holes on the studying because of the number of people they use. But as a finding, it's also interesting. It says about the fear of death that declines with age. So they suggest that as we get older, we fear less death. And um they did the studies on 40 years and 50 years. And uh, so they fear more of death than the 70 years. Uh, so they show a lot of studies, but they don't they don't have similar patterns. Uh, to other countries, they did this in United States, but they didn't uh, show this trend of you know the fear disappearing with age in other countries like uh, Brazil, Philippines. They did the studies, so it's not definite um, outcome that we fear death why less when we grow grow older, but I think. People older people they seem to not fear much. I'm not sure about that of course. I didn't never do did the study about death and people. But they seem to to me, you know. Um, I think they understand that death is closer to them and they try to to have a different relation, maybe, to accept it. I think that's A part of, you know, a way to accept death, it's a bit, gives you a bit of peace at the end. And you see that also in people that they know they were going to die soon. Um, So it's like uh, they have this grieving period and at the end they're more peaceful. Or some people they do, and of course not, not everybody. And... Well, it's the fear, of course. Um, so the final finding is that thinking about death makes us prejudice. Um, so uh, as we think about death, uh, to what what happens to us physically, uh, a lot of About 200 studies over the far past 25 years uh, show that thinking about death, comparing to thinking about more other stuff, uh, other things that cause you anxiety, like uh, make people more tolerant of racist, less willing to consume foreign goods, and even make uh, liberals less supportive to LGBT rights, which quite is quite negative. However, it also makes people want to have more children, to name their children after themselves. So you want to have this immortality in a way, a symbolic immortality. Uh, that's what this... Uh, study show which is not really good to be more prejudiced. um when you think about death. so you become more ego and you think about yourself and that you're not gonna live and you to become more immortal in a way by naming yourself after you so that is quite negative also you believe you are willing to believe god and afterlife which makes actually sense about it so you know our body of course is one aspect but mostly ourselves and all this stuff is they show uh, that there might be after life after all some people as we read our stories about them also, National Geographic also made um, an article about this, about people experience that. Uh, it's called Crossing Over, How Science is Redefining Life and Death. It's an article on the National Geographic magazine, published in 2016. And, of course, it shows uh, these different um, stories about people, how they experience death. Um how some people um, some uh, so like a, a woman, an elderly woman showing that she has no fear of death because she's sick and she's like old, like 90 something. They have all these different kind of stories which um, people taking decision when somebody of their family died. And they donate their organs uh, like uh, this family losing their 70-year-old son and, and in an accident. And they giving even his heart to somebody. Very uh, sad indeed. Or some people are losing their family and freezing them when they believe that. Maybe science can reserve can can at the end uh, reverse death and bringing them to life, which they make some studies in that. But um, well, until now, we know that's that cannot cap- happen yet. Uh, but you know, you know, seeing all this. All these stories about people, how they experience death, seeing what science says about our body, what happens to it, or even our mind, uh, our soul, what is happening, having this, after- this afterlife experience with people, living their bodies, um, and even hearing around you, you know, I don't know if you know anybody. I have... Uh, somebody in my life, in my family experienced something like that. that um, he had left his body and he, just a few minutes, uh, he experienced that. And he f- felt that he was lifting, you know, lifting from his body. That's the experience he Describe it, which is a bit scary, um, of course. But after I uh, experience a death in the form of losing a uh, family and friends, and uh, want to believe to the after uh afterlife that these people, which were part of my life and I loved them and care for them for so long. And missing them for my life. That I'm going to see them one day. And that's hopeful. And I wish it will it will be true for sure. I wish I could see my grandfather again. And all these people that I've lost. And I want to believe in that. That is true. To be... um. To tell you the truth, I, when I was young, very young, like child, like I don't know, four or five, I felt more true, more true that that actually is true. That um, I felt that I was somewhere I don't know what I don't re- never remember where I was. And I my mother gave birth to me and I came down to earth and I know it's, it's, it sounds crazy I mean, but I had that thought, that feeling, I don't know what it was maybe it was. I thought maybe it was a feeling. I'm, I'm not sure what what was it. I don't remember because there were so many years past. but and as as I grew up, that thing. That I believe, that belief that I came from somewhere else disappears a little bit. I remember my my mind, the thought, but the feeling, the belief, how was it, disappears as I grew up. I just remember that I had that thought, just that. And maybe it is true, maybe when we die, you know, science... Cannot prove it yet. What happens? You know, we hear only other people experiences, but we don't want, we, we, we don't be- believe it. Some people don't believe it because we need to believe as scientists, we need, we need to believe something that must be proven. And when you hear people's stories, it's only hypothesis at that point. <laughs> you know, it's not proof. It's, it's never, ever proof. You know, some scientists can say that your mind plays trick on you. And, but we don't know. Nobody knows. You know, even people that have this experience living their body, they cannot be proof to us all that life exists in a form after we die. We die and well that's the only truth i guess at that point we don't know we only know now through science what our body how our body will evolve after we die that's the only proof we have it's gonna smell sweet (laughs) that our nails but our nails and hair will not grow that's the only proof we have Uh, But we don't know about us, you know, uh, about our souls, what we'll be. If we will be energy traveling around the universe in a form very different than we are now. That's some people, that's what they say. Or we're going to be in heaven or in a way or in hell. I'm not sure if this exists too. As a scientist, but maybe doing a form, we don't know. The only thing we know, I guess, is life, because we live now, and that's what it's all about to think about, and that can, you know, can cause us thinking about it at least can cause us maybe prejudice about it as some studies showed, uh, you know, become more racist and less tolerant about other people's um but maybe, you know, if we think that if we think about it that we're not gonna exist anymore, we shouldn't be prejudiced. We should be more accepting, you know, that we're not gonna be here forever. So making our lives best life we have maybe that should be enough and i know fear of death is cannot be disappear maybe with age can't become less uh but maybe love love can give us like give us this antidote we need against the fear of death and love each other and care for each other and you know, in the time we have, science cannot give us the answers yet. But we can love each other and care and be patient with each other and try to understand each other more and tolerate more. when we know that that is a powerful life and the end will eventually come just you know we have spent years now with um, coronavirus and we have seen the worst the pandemic also show the uh, worst about death I think some people experience it so much people that they work in the hospitals and we have experienced so much of death having people that we loved. Died because of this disease you know people losing their jobs economy shrinking and we just have lost so much we should be more open to it because of that experience maybe this pandemic can be a bit of you know uplift in our weight of fear of death and, and just make us more positive about life and be grateful more about life and just open our hearts and our minds to each other to reach out so we seen we have seen already in this pandemic about people having each other you know in most catastrophic Moments in human history, we have seen people helping each other and reaching each other's hands. And of course, we have seen the worst of so, but this pandemic show also we we can be good to each other. That show us that we can be good, so let's try to be better, much better. So thank you for being with impact another time another episode and i'll see you next time make make knowledge your superpower by knowing a little bit about science and your life even after life and i'll see you next time with another episode